Hey everybody, thanks for taking time to listen to 7 Minutes There and Back, which is a podcast about me just driving to and from work, talking about sometimes the incoherent and random thoughts in my head, but also just an outlet to unload the stress of the day or to prepare for the day and hopefully open some doors to have conversations amongst your friends or amongst myself and any of you, so... You know, if you like it, follow me. If you don't, don't. Thanks for everything and enjoy the show. Well, good morning, everybody, and happy Wednesday. Let's get into the word. So, verse of the day comes from Psalms 95, 6. It says, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. So. I think that um, Psalms is an interesting book. If you haven't read through Psalms, it's... Oh, my son's waving. Hang on. Beep, beep. Uh, Psalms is an interesting book in the Bible. It is essentially life lesson after life lesson after life lesson of things that um, should be um, read through and, and understood and digested for seasons of life that you're in. Um, it can at times be taken a little out of context as well, but just be careful about, you know, not applying it to things that it, it doesn't apply to, uh, but that's with all things in life. But Psalms again, as it says, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord. Um, that, uh, imagery is, is something that I know a lot of people struggle with that the kneeling before the bowing, um, because our culture has made that uh, signs of submission um, or surrender. And ultimately, the Lord is calling us to do both of those things. So he's calling us to submit and to surrender to him. So it's not a bad thing. It's just that people have their own feelings about those actions and those words being submission and surrender, myself included. Surrender has a, a really bad connotation to me um i'm not a big fan of it uh i'm not a i just don't like the way it feels to say well yeah i surrendered so there's there's some icky feelings that go with that but ultimately when it's to the lord i think we have to understand that the creator goes is always going to be greater than the creation and i saw that uh that actually on a shirt recently. So one of the, one of the girls I work with, young ladies I work with, her brother-in-law, husband's brother, her brother-in-law owns a company called Glory Unchained where he wants to just, it's a clothing company. So he makes like sweaters and, and things like that. But his main tagline is creator above creation. And he does it on shirts and beanies. It's a really, really simple brand. You should take a look at it. Really cool. But I saw it and it, it resonated with me because it helps with the surrender and submission part to know, well, no matter what I do, the Lord and our creator is always above me because um, unless you're watching an iRobot movie, the creator is always above the creation. And, you know, 
I say that I robot piece tongue in cheek because even in that movie, they had a kill switch built into them that the creator put in. So again, there's another bad example from me about a joke, but the reality is, is even in that case, the creator was about creation. So, all right, as we move through the day today and get on with the working, um, couple of things last night, date night, wasn't a, wasn't an actual hands down date. We went out for, I think I told you guys I was a part of, uh, a young professionals group through Christian Businessmen's Connection, so CBMC. Last night we did our end of the year um, dinner. So uh, all of the men who are in our, our once a month group, we brought our wives, we sat around, we, they got to meet each other, see what the group is all about, get to know the other people at the table and had a nice dinner. Um, so that was really great to just kind of get together, be able to check in on each other where we're at with our faith walk where we're at you know with work how things are going from a spiritual battle standpoint but also from a professional function standpoint it was really great um i i love that opportunity to be held accountable and to hold those accountable who ask me to in their life so that was a good dinner um we one of the guys we met with uh, owns an hvac company which was cool and he started talking about some of these add-ons and additions that they have. They can now add in like full-service air purifier systems right to your right to your duct system. So those little pop-up air stands that we all have around our house that we change filters on and all that stuff. They can just hook those right into your HVAC now. I didn't I didn't know that was a thing. So I thought that was really cool. It was a good dinner, and then. My wife and I went home and just kind of settled in for the night. The kids were already in bed. We had a sitter, uh, settled in for the night and just kind of enjoyed each other. My wife brought up yesterday, if this is too graphic, I apologize to you guys and her, that we have a, a king size bed, so big, big king size bed, right? She threatened me yesterday. She said, if you don't figure out how to snuggle, we're going to go down to a queen or, or a full. And the reason she said that is I tend to sleep on the edge of the bed. And it's not to get away from anything or anybody. It's just like that's the comfortable spot for me, you know, right on the edge. I don't know why that is, if it's to be prepared to get out of bed or if it's just to have one leg out so I'm not hot, whatever it is. But made a conscious conscious effort last night to not be on the edge of the bed so that I was more readily available for snuggling, which it was awesome. I mean, I don't mind snuggling. I love my wife. So, um, but it was fun that at this point in our marriage, 11 years in, the threat was we're getting a smaller bed if you don't figure it out. So I thought that was fun because most people are looking to get bigger beds or, you know, moving up and She's like, no, no, we're taking away the room. So, um, got to see my son this morning before I left. He picked out the tie I'm wearing today since I'm doing all suits, at least this week. Um, so he picked out the tie today. That was fun for him. He's still battling a little bit with the idea that he 
he wants to watch a cartoon or a show in the mornings because he wakes up much earlier than his sister and definitely earlier than his parents with the no alarm clock thing. So, you know, that's a that's a constant battle for us because I want to tell him no because the answer is no. But we've talked before. I don't know why the answer is no, except for I don't want him addicted to screens and staring at them all the time. So, But I'm at work, and I will see you guys in the afternoon. We'll chat about how the day goes. But I'd also like to talk to you about if a change is coming, do you want to know, or do you just want it to happen and roll with the punches? See you guys this afternoon. Thanks for listening to the morning. Now, roughly eight or nine or ten or six hours later. Hello, everybody, and good afternoon, evening time. Uh, headed home from a day's work, getting out of the office quite a bit later than I usually do today, but making up some ground from a slow beginning of the sprint so got to do what you got to do to get ahead and, and accomplish goals that you have in mind and in place so um it is what it is you know you got to do it so it's got to get done so good day work um had a man had a really good conversation today with a couple of guys i know one of them i work with and i just want to i don't know if he listens i know he listens sometimes but i want to thank him for uh, our friendship and our relationship he was willing to and and happy to have a conversation with me to call me on some some perceptions, some realities, and just in general some tension that had built between the two of us. And it was tension that I think organically grew. So we both care very deeply about what we do. We're both passionate about what we do. We both want to succeed and win and do it the right way. And that by nature will cause some some gruffles sometimes but most people don't address those gruffles they let them turn into resentment and you end up with some fractured teams but we had built a strong enough relationship and have built we have a strong enough relationship now that ultimately we had a 45 minute conversation maybe hour conversation and we're able to clear the air set things straight and really just move forward from a position of, of trust and transparency with each other. And so that was huge. Again, change does this, right? So we, we're going through changes. We're potentially going through some changes at work. We're going through changes in our personal lives and homes and always, 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 always changing, regardless of how much we quote unquote don't like change. But change will really pressure you. And if you don't have somebody in your life who's gonna call you on your, call you on your crap, or call you on your deficiencies or call you in your, your evolutions or, or changes, micro changes that you're making, then you're going to find yourself probably really distant from what you ultimately wanted to be and what you ultimately hope to attain. But it's going to be because you just didn't see the, the distance between where you were trying to be and what you were doing. And unless you have people in your life who are willing to draw you into that, and draw you back to center. I, I just don't think you can do it alone. So that was great. I really loved that. Also, we had a, a viewer response that I want to address. Um, I had complained a while back about how Christmas shopping for adults um, 
is is not as fun if you share an Amazon account for financials. Apparently, there's an Amazon feature that allows you to have like a split household where you share all of your technology and pages and billing, but you can split and hide what you're purchasing and not purchasing. So like two Microsoft accounts, but siloed from each other is, is genius. And we could ship to ourselves and not to each other. And so I'm going to do a little bit of research into that tonight. So I appreciate uh, the listener who reached out and you know brought those details to my attention. Again, I had no clue that that was a feature. Uh, what a brilliant feature. I'm not surprised that somebody at Amazon had thought of that, probably was trying to buy a gift for their spouse and instead of trying to figure it out, just created a way in Amazon system to do it. So appreciate the, the feedback. Um, wanted to give a huge shout out to my family today. I forgot to pack my lunch, forgot to bring my lunch. And there I was, middle of a meeting, doing some work. And then rolls my son, who we have a, our workplace is incredibly kid and family friendly. So enrolls my son with a lunch box and he's like i brought this for you and i made it for you um, so that was awesome again went from having no lunch to a homemade family lunch my wife and son made lunch for me so that's i don't know that's that's a really good sandwich <laughs> that's what i'll say to that so that was really appreciative or i was really appreciative of that tonight i'm going out with a church group of guys Typically, they play darts and just kind of get together and live life together as best they can. It'll be my first time going. I've been invited probably half a dozen times or more, and life just hasn't worked out. And I tend to overfill my calendar, very similar to what I'm doing even tonight going. And um, But committed to it, so I'm going to go to this. And I want to to share something today that was brought to my attention that I think probably a lot of people struggle with is there's a difference between time together and then quality relationship building time, right? Because you could be together with someone in the same room, same event, doing things, doing stuff, and it doesn't really count as, not count, that's not the right word. It's not relationship building time. It's just time. Whereas relationship building time is and this was so very well put, is the ability to intimately get to know each other, and spiritually learn each other, and emotionally connect, and, and physically be together. And so the separation of those two things, right, if we want to quantify how much time are you spending with your kids, it's not, you know, from 8 to 8.30, I was with my kids. Well, what did you do? I, I just, I sat there on my phone while they looked at the TV. That's time in the essence of time, but it's not time in the essence of quality time. So be, I'm going to be very hypervigilant uh, and aware of how I'm spending my quality time and who I'm spending my quality time with. Because I think up until today, even with my wife and date nights and these things that we have, I've been really laxed in understanding the difference between time with someone and quality time with someone and I want to I want to spend quality time with the people in my life who matter um, it's all about making time in your schedule right but even when you make time it has to be the right time it can't just be what's convenient or what's easy or doing the thing you like to do so as we 
close for tonight and, and I get ready to whip into the neighborhood and into the driveway, I'm going to ask you this. Who in your life do you need to spend more quality time with? And for me, it's my wife. If, if you're listening, I'm going to be more intentional about this. Um, if you know my wife and you're listening, I need you to press me to be more intentional about this. Um, if you feel like I've fallen off the rails on it, feel free to grab me by the scruff and get me back on track. But I need to be more intentional about quality time with my wife, quality time with my kids, and quality time with the people who I love. And that is the question for all of you. Who are you not spending quality time with that should be getting more of your time? Thanks, guys. We'll see you tomorrow.